Greetings, Christian Faith Baptist Church disciples, saints of the Most High God. Welcome to another evening for Bible study. We are continuing our study in, on the Sermon of the Mount. And as you um, may recall, the Sermon on the Mount is from Matthew chapter, chapters 5 through 7 in the Gospel of Matthew. We are in chapter 5. And we're going to begin tonight in verse 33 uh, through 37. And uh, that's the start. That theme is um, on oaths. Um, so we'll have, a, I believe, a great discussion. But let's go ahead and go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, we thank you for your word. Um, your word have we hid in our heart that we might not sin against you. Uh, your word is a, a light to our feet, a lamp to our path. Um, your word, um, as it abides in us, is bringing forth much fruit. So, Father, we thank you, Lord, that we can um, be nourished in your word tonight. Father, we ask that it will fall upon good ground and bring forth the increase you desire. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So Matthew chapter 5, beginning at verse 33. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and read uh, Matthew 5, 33 through 37. Um, later on, I'll ask somebody to read verse 38 through 42 when we get to that section. And then a third person to read 43 through 48 when we get to that section. Now uh, we'll see how far we get tonight. Again, you have heard that it was said to the people long ago, do not break your oath but fulfill to the Lord the vows you have made. But I tell you, do not swear an oath at all, either by heaven, for it is God's throne, or by the earth, for it's, it is his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And do not swear by your head, for you cannot, even, you cannot make even one hair, white or black, all you need to say is simply yes or no. Anything beyond this comes from the evil one. So I want to just remind you that uh, this is, uh, as I mentioned already, from the Sermon on the Mount, chapter 5, verse 20. Um, that is a key scripture, and I'll repeat it again. Unless your righteousness exceeds the righteousness of the scribes and the teachers of the law, uh, you shall not enter the kingdom of heaven. And so Jesus has come to challenge um, the way that they have been taught. Um, and now he is, the kingdom of God has a, a, a greater demand. And this is what God requires. And so this is where we are. And so when it says, you, it, you have heard it was said, do not make an oath. Um, and it's kind of interesting, the background of these oaths and and not all oaths were bad per se. For example, um, you may recall that Paul made an oath uh, when it came to his coming into Jerusalem so that they would know that uh, he was really a devout Jew. Um, you can go back to uh, the Old Testament. Um, Samson had a, a Nazaritic vow, an oath. Um, so there's... It's not the idea that an oath in and of itself is, 
is bad. But here's the challenge. And some of this information, uh, one of the study guides that I use is the New International uh, Version Application Bible and several others. But uh, as we understand the background of some of what these oaths are all, all about, um, they were trying to manipulate and find a way to cut corners. I'll say that again. They were trying to find a way to manipulate and cut corners. And so when you enter into a, an agreement or have a conversation with somebody, uh, you, you may remember when you were younger. Um, I, I don't know if anybody did this. So you would say something and you would say, well, I didn't really mean it because my fingers were crossed. Um, that may be, I'm not sure if that's a Northern thing. Um, they say, yes, <laughs> it is. So it's kind of like, okay, yeah, I said it, but really uh, I didn't mean it because my fingers were crossed. And that's kind of what is happening here. And that's when he says, do not swear an oath at all, either by heaven or by earth or Jerusalem by a head. Uh, basically, that's what they were doing. So they would, they would not dare um, use the name of the Lord because they would not want to use the name of the Lord in vain. So what they would do is, you know, use some what they would call lesser um, oaths. I swear by heaven or I swear by earth. I swear by Jerusalem. Uh, and that way, if they broke the vow, they would not. They would consider themselves not really "quote unquote" guilty because they didn't use the Lord's name in vain. That kind of gave them an escape clause. Now, I mean, that's kind of kind of interesting to just to realize what was going on then. But uh, I think it's applicable to now. Um, basically, there's two things, and and some of it goes back to what uh, we looked at before is when we, when we enter into covenant, we talked about the covenant with God, covenant in marriage, and now it's covenant with one another. And um, when we do not keep our covenant with one another or we break an oath, what does that do to a re uh, relationship um, between those individuals? Um, so if I say to you, I'm going to do such, and I have my fingers crossed and I don't show up or I don't do what I'm going to say that I'm going to do, um, what happens to that relationship between us? What are some of the consequences of my not keeping my word? Lack of trust. Okay. So, and if that happens once, and you may use the expression, fool me once, what is it? Fool me once. Fool me once. <laughs> Fool me twice. Yeah. So, you know, and, and what that does is it breaks down the relationship to a point that when that uh, mistrust happens and that becomes a, a seedbed um, for division um, within that relationship. So keeping those vows are important. And so as people of the kingdom of God, we are to be people of our word and people of integrity. So when you think of the word integrity, what kinds of things, um, what kinds of things come to mind when you talk about or when you hear that a person is a person of 
integrity. Of course, one thing, it means that that person keeps their word. What else comes to mind? In keeping with their word, you 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 think of honesty and a person okay. and dependability. Okay. Trustworthiness. So all the did did you hear those words you just said? Now, if you're an employer, are those the kind of traits that you're looking for in your employees? To be yes. honest, trustworthy, people yes. of integrity. So mm -hmm. this is, yes, these are values within the kingdom of God, but it also translates in how we uh, conduct ourselves on our job, our relationships with one another. Uh, going back to earlier in uh, Matthew's gospel, we are to be salt, light, mm -hmm. city set on a hill, that people will see our good works. And in this case, good works, our behavior, the words that we speak, and that will bring glory to the Father. So we are not mm -hmm. of people who are not keepers of our word. And sometimes that's difficult to do. Am I right about it? Yeah, that's right. Because things happen, situations change, So what happens in those cases? Are we people with lack of integrity when we have to make um, variances or, or changes? Or how do we adjust? Because we want to look at this word, don't make an oath, but that other side, things, things come up. So how do we deal with those changes? We're trying to apply this word to um, situations that we may be involved in. Because I don't want us to get to the point where, again, Pharisees, scribes become legalistic about what they did. But how do we deal with things that come up? Because they do. I used to tell my kids, you know, if you promise to do something or give your word and you find that you can't keep your word, make sure you get back with the individual and let them know why. What, what was the reason why you could not keep your word? Mm -hmm. Because if it's a legitimate reason, most of the time people are understanding. Amen. Okay. Anything else? You let them know as soon as you can. That's exactly right. Uh huh. Yeah. As soon as you possibly can. Yeah. Another another thing that we we try to instill um, in school, especially, is that integrity is doing the right thing even when nobody is watching, even when nobody Amen. is around. Amen. So That's right. we try That's to right. uh, reinforce that it really is the character of Amen. yourself that you're trying to build. And if you are of a certain character, then you won't be so easily swayed when different circumstances come about. Because uh, you'll have that foundation. Right. Good. good point, good point. In many cases, you know, if I've promised to do something for someone, and I just seem like I just don't really have the energy or feel like it. I have even pushed myself to do it uh, because I've made that commitment and I want to follow through on it. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, you don't really, it's a something that you don't think lightly about. Yeah. And so 
those things that come out of our mouths when we make a, an oath or a commitment. One, it says, do not even swear at all, make that kind of oath. So we have to be careful on making uh, those kinds of commitments. And let me just say this, that does not mean that you become wishy-washy and kind of just kind of say, well, I don't know, I don't wanna make any promises. That's, that's not what this is talking about. And this was talking about them dealing with or them trying to be manipulative, you know, working their way around things. So it's okay to enter into a covenant agreement with somebody, but make sure that we are people of our word. And this has not only implications for, um, as I talked about, uh, being an employer, employee, but it does have relation, uh, situations within the church, the body of Christ, is that you know, we are, we, uh, are mainly... Um, for the for the most part, a volunteer organization. That's exactly um, right. As a volunteer organization, um, the accountability is not the same as when you. Um, <laughs> someone can check me on that, but the accountability is not necessarily the same uh, <laughs> when when you have a paid uh, position. And the reason why I said you can check me on that because again, it comes from the internal value. Um, so whether you're paid or not, so even as I said, I said, well, let me clarify that. So whether paid or not, it should be an internal thing that if I make a commitment to serve the Lord in whatever capacity, that I'm going to fulfill that because that helps to build the kingdom of God. And yeah. it just says, simply let your yes be yes, yes. or your no your be no. Be no. You're not mm -hmm. going to be flip-flopping. Mm -hmm. This is what I said I'm going to do, or this is what I said I am not going to do. Mm -hmm. um, and, mm -hmm. and that takes a strength as well uh, to be able to say the two-letter word, no. no. <laughs> Let me, uh, maybe we should just practice that. Even if you're not, uh, even if you're on mute, just kind of mouth the word. No. No. Oh, how, how did that make you feel? It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Feel okay. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's okay to say no, um, especially, and I just want to put this in the context of, uh, you know, family life. Um, we have to live, I don't necessarily want to say balance, but we have to recognize that we have obligations within our homes, yeah. uh, other places. So it's okay. Uh, for us to say no, no, because I have made a vow to my family to be available to them. So I just want to make sure that I encourage you in that part of it is, you know, we make commitments and make a pledge and it's between it's to the Lord and he is the one who we are accountable to. So we are as kingdom people. We are people of integrity. I have a question. Yes, ma'am. Pastor Keith, uh, before we leave this segment on oaths, I remember many years ago, uh, can't remember exactly what the, the absolute circumstance was, but I was in court and I was to be a witness. And I was asked uh, if I was going to swear to tell the truth, the whole truth. And the, a Bible was all, you know, it was there. And I was about to do it when I was advised by one of our um, uh, religious leaders to not swear. But 
to take the option to affirm, which I guess is the same as saying, I am going to tell the truth and you'll have to take my word for it. It is my character not to do otherwise. But is swearing on a Bible in, in court the kind of oath taking that this passage is talking about? And that, that is actually a perfect example. Um, and that's why they did have, partly for religious reasons, uh, because many people would believe that, you know, my yes means yes or my no means no. So I affirm, in other words, what I say is, is the truth because I, I said so, but because of my character. Um, and I don't know if they're even still using a Bible anymore in, in the secular uh, world that we live in, but they do still ask you to... Yeah, and I know that's in some cases, but I also heard maybe in some federal places they may not use it, but basically <laughs> it's to affirm um, <laughs> that this is what I said, I'm a person of integrity, my character, and I will uh, tell the truth. Um, because <laughs> the, the other, there are consequences, of course, for not telling the truth. Um, right, perjury. But, yes, so um, we are being held accountable in that situation, but that's a good example. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. May I, Go ahead. May I uh, make a comment in that if the person is a person of integrity and people know that by reputation, people know that this person I can depend on. Mm -hmm. Well, if something happens and, and you slip up and for some reason you don't make that, you're, you're forgiven because people, people are easily, they, they, they forgive easily a person of integrity. So when they know your reputation, then you don't have to worry about whether or not they're going to believe you the next time because your, your integrity has been proven and uh, a slip up uh, does not tarnish or does not break uh, a change what the perception is that people have of you. And that's, and that's a good point because, um, you know, some, <laughs> as you know, we're living in a day of social media and people are saying any and everything. And so you want to uh, verify what is said. And so if someone says something and you say, well, where did you hear that? Well, um, Dr. Brian told me, oh, okay. Then I, then I can trust that source because she is a person of integrity. Oh, but if we, <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm gonna say it and then I'll uh, just move on. But if we watch certain news channels, I just put it generic like that. If we watch certain news channels, you know, we have to be very careful what we kind of take in because we don't know what's happening. But be a be a person of integrity mm -hmm. as kingdom uh, kingdom people, not try to figure ways of doing the minimal or trying to get mm -hmm. out of something, but be a person of your word as people of God. Could someone read Matthew 5, 38 through 42? The New King James Version, you have heard that it is said, an eye for an eye and a two for a two. But I tell you not to resist an evil person, but whoever slaps you on your right cheek, turn the other to him also. If anyone wants to sue you and take away your tunic, tell him, let him have your coat also. And whoever compels you to go one mile, Go with him too. Give to him who asks you, 
and from him who wants to borrow from you, do not turn away. Mm. Well, I heard one. Hmm. I wonder if I need to have uh, Lloyd read that one again. This is a this is a, a hard one, but um, I know that was from Levon. What's I that? No, it was. The oomph was from Levon, I believe. He's laughing. It was him. It was him. Let me uh, show you this. Uh, let me see if I can uh, share my screen. And oh, let me uh, hold on a moment. This is an interesting video that kind of speaks to this issue as a whole. Okay, hold on a minute. Okay, so this is a video that I think helps to address the issue that we just were talking about. Try Jesus, not me. Cause I throw hands. Yeah. Try Jesus, please don't try me. Yeah. Because I fight. Talk to him, boy. Oh, you said, yeah. Turn the other cheek. Mm. Oh, but that's one part of the Bible. The church don't sit around with me. Uh, so try Jesus. Don't try me. Because I fight. I have no problem laying these Okay, let me uh <laughs> Okay, let me turn this off. And says it all. Well. There we go. Okay, I got it. Let me see if I can pick you all back up. We're up. We see you. We hear you. Oh. There it is. Couldn't see. So, they had a little bit different perspective on this um, <laughs> passage of scripture because what Brother Lloyd read and what they sang about didn't really match, did they? No. Uh -uh. No. Okay. I just want to make sure that we're, uh, we're on the same page. Well, at least they offered try Jesus. That's <laughs> <laughs> yes, they did. And it sounds it sound yeah. pretty good. Said, don't, put it, don't put it on me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. let, let's let's get let's get to what what because this let, let's be real. This is a this is a challenging uh one um because when probably when we have sent our young children to school 
not too many of us would say if somebody hits you, turn the other cheek. Yeah, you be honest. Yeah, you said, yeah, just tell your teacher, tell those that are in authority. But some of y'all said, don't let nobody, <laughs> don't let nobody <laughs> mess with you. If they hit you, you hit them right back. Yeah. Okay. So that's, you know, we, we gotta be, we gotta be honest. We've uh, had our, our moments where this, you know, especially when it comes to our, our children, you know, don't mess, don't mess or with my child. Um, a, a pastor. Go ahead. Especially when it comes to you, you know, you didn't turn the other cheek. <laughs> 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 See, that's exactly right and this, is, and this is why you have heard that it was said eye for an eye tooth for tooth so let's let's look at that comes from leviticus um mm -hmm. chapter nine of uh, verse 20 chapter 21 Verses 23, actually Exodus 21, 23, and 24. And I'll read that just so we can kind of see where this comes from. Um, but if there is a serious injury, you are to take life for life. And that part is not mentioned there. Eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot, burn for burn, wound for wound, and bruise for bruise. Kind of tough, isn't it? Mm. But we have to understand, like everything else, the context. Part of the context is, um, one is proportionality. So in one sense, this was a design for protection. So if I were to um, step on your toes, the proportional response would not be for you to take out a knife against me. Okay, so they're trying to He's trying to get some order in that society where, um, you know, if something happens, you know, be, be judicious, be, be judicious in how you respond to that. There is a sense of built-in accountability. Um, uh -huh. And so the, and then once what we sometimes use the expression, the punishment should fit, fit the crime. The crime. And we can we can we can linger there for just a moment because that has implications for our justice system. It that does. it should be equitable, yes, proportional. There should be accountability, there should be civil order. But does it always work out that way? No, no. Mm -hmm. So there's the, the, the standard that God has set up that there should be proportionality and we can just look at our own justice system and there is a lot of disproportionate meeting of punishment and the, and the justice system. So that's, that's a discussion for another time, but just it's already been, this is what God has set up that there should be, and actually there's another scripture that I wanna read it's Leviticus uh, 19 it says do not pervert justice do not show partiality to the poor or favoritism to the great 
but judge your neighbor fairly. So that still goes along with proportionality in the justice system. Last one is Leviticus 19 verses 33 and 34. When a foreigner resides among you in your land, do not mistreat them. The foreigner residing among you must be treated as your native born. Love them as you, no, love them as yourself, for you were foreigners in Egypt. I am the Lord your God. So, and the reason why I bring all this, this up is because often, oftentimes um, Leviticus is probably not high on your list of favorite books in the Bible. But if you read it carefully, God is setting up a, a system. And even there, do you think this, what, would, what do you think this speaks to for us today? Retaliation. One, one retaliation. What else? Immigration. Immigration. There we go. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. Immigration. Yes. Whether it's a native born mm -hmm. or a foreigner, what does it say? Treat them the mm -hmm. same. And you can always go back to slavery if you yes. want to really go back. Yeah. Well, yes. discrimination mm -hmm. now. Discrimination is a discrimination. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so this, these are some of the things that we wrestle with that's in the word of God. When, when Jesus is addressing it, uh, while he is not addressing, you know, all of these issues of criminal justice system, immigration, but as we look at the word of God, we find that God has already spoken to this and set up that uh, it, it should be proportional. It should be uh, held uh, in a sense with equity, equitable, hmm, equity, there we go, with equity. And so let's go over to the other side. I didn't want to skip over that. Eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. But I say unto you, because this is what you heard, eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. But I say unto you, and he has a list of what I would call four different things. You could say even five different things. Do not resist an evil person. I'm going to say that again. First, do not resist an evil person. Are, are you still with me? Mm -hmm. this, is, this is heavy. Um, that goes against our own personal sense of dignity, yes. our own natural mm -hmm. inclinations for self-defense, self-preservation. And our sense, again, sense of human dignity. Yes. Amen. 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 Uh, you, you, it's like, say what? What did you say? Oh, you don't. Okay. I don't want to get too carried away. You don't know me that well. So there's, uh, do not resist an evil person. So this is starting eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. Uh, used the word uh, earlier, I believe it was Maria, retaliation. Uh, but Jesus is taking a different approach. Do not resist. But he does say what? An evil person. So it's not like the, you know, he names it. This person is evil. Their intent is evil. Do not 
resist an evil person. They're eat up with evilness. Gosh. Do not resist. Mm. That's, you got some explaining to do because you meddling now. And that's, that, see, did you notice? Thank you very much. Did you notice? I did not just jump into the next phase. I kind of sat back because there are sometimes, you know, I'm going to bring up food, okay? You know that some days when you do soup or you do a sauce, you just have to let it sit for a while. Mm. And sometimes it's better the next day, right? Yeah. Because you let it sit. So this is one of those scriptures where it needs to mm. marinate in us. It needs to sit for a while. Oh, because this is tough. Well, one do not resist. Resist, resist is the word. That again, we're talking about how do we exhibit self-control when, in actuality, I have the right mm -hmm. to respond. I'm I'm going also back to 9/11 with Bin Laden. Okay, he took. Bin Laden took a lot of lives, our lives, and we went back in and took his life. Remember? Yeah. Do we remember? <laughs> so how do you feel about that? I mean, that's this eye for an eye, two mm. for two. And so could that be something to look at or think about, about what happened with 9-11? We did get even. Yeah. I don't know um, how others feel about that. But I, I think about that as well. Yeah. I and, don't I don't know. And that 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 opens up to a, a bigger issue uh, because it, I don't want to go too far down. Um, mm -hmm. but there is a role for as and this is more Paul's theology, but there's a role for civil go government where he says the the government does not hold the sword in vain. So there's mm -hmm. a sense of maintaining civil uh, order um, and holding people accountable for mm -hmm. what they do. So that's just one bracket of that. So you know you can go from there. You could go into just war theory. That's just that's just too. That's much more deeper than we really want to go through in this discussion. I want to make it more personal versus global. But that mm -hmm. is an excellent discussion because um, that. You know, you know, from a political perspective, you know, the the hawks versus the doves, all that. I mean, that's all big implications. But we're going to back off from that. But I appreciate you bringing that up. Um, okay. And that's more of a deeper issue. So let let's let me try to bring it back to um, that the mm -hmm. personal. I'll say the personal affront, and not with the more civic government, law enforcement. Oh, see, there's so many issues here that we, we it's yeah. hard to really deal with it just one at a time, but we're gonna do our best to do that. Okay, okay. I, go ahead. May I share something from uh, another commentary? Yes. Mm -hmm. that clears it up a little bit for me. And it just says, Jesus speaks in stark contrasts and strong hyperboles, there's that word again. Yes, that, yep. Meant for the sake of emphasis. The key to understanding this section is to keep in mind the major thrust of his teaching, good, not evil, grace, not vengeance, love, not hatred, 
This is the morality of Christ. So I'm, I, that brings to mind another expression we use, kill them with kindness. Mm -hmm. And of course, I have a footnote that says when, it, when it's possible. But <laughs> sometimes you just have to step away. But, yes. Um, the temptation yeah, is to is to retaliate. Mm -hmm. yeah. Let me, let me before yeah. we go go much further. I want to just hit some points um, because you use that word again, hyperbole, and I was going to get to that, but I'm glad you brought that up front. So all those examples that he uses, um, some of them are very real because these things were happening to them, mm -hmm. um, you know, because they were under Roman authority and even some of their, their own Jewish leaders. So it was, not, uh, it was not unlikely that they would have been abused with a slap in the face or be forced to walk a mile or be sued. All those things mm -hmm. were happening. Because um, if somebody slaps you in the face, what does it do to your psyche? Hurt? Humiliation, disrespect, right. insult. So yeah. all of these feelings yeah. are coming out yes. when someone that hurts. Mm -hmm. That is it's an affront on your dignity as a person. Yes. And then Jesus goes on to say, "Turn the other cheek." <laughs> mm -hmm. Remember, we talk about hyperbole and extremes. Um, it, it, we have to be careful. It's not saying that you put yourself in an abusive situation, but at the same time, what does it cost to demonstrate the love of God Amen. in every and any and every situation? It's difficult mm -hmm. and it costs slap in the face. If anyone wants to sue you and take your shirt, hand over your coat as well. I mean, these are not wealthy people. These are people every day. And even we would say, because there was only since back then, there was the wealthy and those were, who were uh, in poverty or the lower class. So when you take somebody's cloak or shirt, you're taking part of what they, you may be taking part of all that they have. So it's not like me, I'll just use me for an example. I can go in my closet. I have more than one cloak. Mm -hmm. I have more. <laughs> so, you know, if, if that happened to me, oh, if it takes my coat, it's okay. I have a, another one. Matter of fact, I, you know, there's a couple that I don't even wear anymore for various reasons, like they may not fit anymore, you know, something. Anyway. Um, so there's, there can be, but for them, that was taking away something that they, they did not have a lot of possessions. So when it says, give them your cloak also, that's sacrifice. Um, if anyone forces you to go one mile, and this is what somebody mentioned uh, slavery before, a Roman soldier, and this again, part of this comes from uh, the NIV application commentary where I got some of this information from, a Roman soldier could say to a citizen, I want you to carry this, not this I want you, it's more of 
carry this, carry this, my stuff for me. It's an inconvenience to you, but I don't care about your inconvenience. And I'm using that like strong language intentionally because it should evoke something in us. It's going to inconvenience you. But in spite of that, not only will you go the one mile, you've heard the expression, go the extra mile. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Jesus is saying, do, I'm asking a lot of you that in spite of how you feel, how you're treated, the extreme love, that was one of the words that you used, the extreme love that I'm calling for is gonna, is gonna break through and you're gonna do things that are unexpected because when you do that, it's gonna be a witness to others. Remember we talked about integrity before? This not only speaks of integrity, it speaks about the love of the Lord. And is it easy? No. Can I, can I ask you something, Pastor Keith? Yes. I want to go back to that one word or, or that sentence where it says, but I tell you, do not resist an evil person. Can you expound on that a little bit more? Because it seems like that uh, all of the things that we're talking about that could come up, uh, we just have to figure out how to deal with the evil person. Yeah. And I, I think here again, we, this is using a, a, what I would say, partly a, a hypothetical situation leading right, to right. this hyperbole. So they're trying to set it up that when, when these things happen. So an evil person, there could be several things that they have in mind because again, they were under uh, oppressive rule. So that may be the first thing that came to mind was you now the Roman government uh, that this is indeed happening. And so I, I, I think that first of all, he's challenging the um who we are and what we are about, that it is going to cost a lot. So it's not, it's not focused solely in, on the evil person. It's really focused on our response to those, these things that are happening and how we're going to do it. So there is evil. Now, the other part is, now how do we deal with, uh, uh, there are some things that we can do to either avoid getting in that situation, but I don't think that's what this is addressing. This is a, in a, a crisis moment. You're in, the, you're in, and I'll just say, use the word, in the fight at the moment. And this is what the Lord is calling for from the using extreme measures to show restraint, trusting in the Lord, showing the love of the Lord um, in that moment. So yes, it is difficult. And yes, it is hard. And yes, we will fail. And doesn't but, it speak to us in today? To, to, um, yes, it, to, it does. Yeah. Oh, certainly. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah. it certainly it does. To us. I think it, even with Dr. King, nonviolence, if you walk with him, he made sure you were in, instructed, don't fight. Put your don't hands fight. over your head. Do not resist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, I, and I, will, I, will, I will take it out of the civil rights, social justice, right. criminal justice, all those things are real. Um, but some of this happens on the job. Where there's, there is a mean spirited person mm -hmm. on your job. Yes. 
So you're not you're not holding a sign, marching for all you're trying to do is do your work. But there is a mean co-worker, mm-hmm. mean boss that gets on that, that they've already got on your last nerve. You have no more nerves for them to get on. In so, other parts of the Bible, though, it says, put on the armor of God. That's your greatest protection. And that, that's somewhere in Ephesians. You yeah. put on the armor of God. Six. And of course, it reminds you that God opposes pride and those things related to pride and that he wants you to be humble and he gives you grace so that you can be humble. And let me, let me just jump in there um, because one of the things you mentioned was putting on the whole armor of God. And right now tonight, by our studying the word of God, one piece of the um, whole armor of God is the sword of the spirit, which mm-hmm. is the word of God. So when we are reading this, mm-hmm. for every weapon, you need to know how, not just you, we need to know how to handle it. Amen. So it's okay to talk about sort of the spirit, you know, all the shield, but if you don't know how to use it properly, so when we read this, okay, this is the sword you have given me. And it's right now, it's a little bit too heavy for me. So you're mm-hmm. going to have to teach me how to use this effectively, whether it is on a, on a march for social justice or immigration reform, but also on the job when I'm dealing with um, a, a, an evil coworker or, or a supervisor. Just please make sure you're not the evil person, just want to throw that in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but also on an interpersonal level, whether it's within, I'll just say it, whether it's within the church, because there's sometimes there's conflict, or within a marriage, there's, I mean, there's so many ways that this can be applied. So how do we take this, and I'll go back to what you said, Maria, the, the whole armor of God, the sword of the spirit, what do I do with this sword? How am I using it effectively um, to put this into practice when it really, from on the surface, it doesn't make sense. It's not natural. It's spiritual. And, you know, that goes back to that whole Ephesians passage. Um, I need to stop. Because we are at, we're at our time. Um, see, didn't I tell you that this was going to be hard? Because we have heard this over and over again about just turn the other cheek. Oh, how that's oh yeah. But how we, how are we going to apply it in the midst of a situation where it's very very difficult? And and I, I, I kind of like what you talked about, Marie, about the whole armor of God. But when we have that. Uh, weaponry. We have to know how to use it effectively mm-hmm. um, and wield it the right way so that we uh, uh, can walk in maturity and be people of integrity. So let's, let's, let's stop there.
And remember I said earlier that this probably is gonna have to marinate a little bit. And I think that's a good thing um, because there are no, I shouldn't say there are no. Sometimes when we try to come up with easy pat answers, I'll just do this, you know, how to overcome being slapped in the face, do A, B, C. It's not always that easy. We have to walk and see how this happens because we hurt, we are challenged, but at the same time, we believe God. We believe his word and we want to do what he says that we were going to do. And so we pray, Lord, help me to walk in this and make sense of this. Help me to walk in wisdom um, that you may get the glory so I can represent you well as kingdom people. So I can be salt, light, that city set on a hill. And this is what we signed up for. So we, we are challenged um, by the word of God. And I, mm -hmm. I make no apologies for the word of God, um, but I will apologize if I didn't communicate it effectively. So it's not the word, it's me. So um, this, does this relate to being humble? What, Is that one of the things that it pushes us toward to be humble? Sure, um, it, it really does To When we talk about personal dignity, and to be, have to swallow that, yes, we have to mm -hmm. humble ourselves. Yeah. Um, uh, but, okay, I'm going to just take, I'm way over my time. I'll just take one moment. There are lots of ways that God could teach us or instruct us humility. And when he puts us in these kinds of situations, sometimes we get frustrated. Lord, you, you could have used another way to, Help me to learn about self-control. Why would you allow somebody, somebody slap me in the face or ridicule me or humiliate me in front of my peers? Those are some challenging questions. And then now that's where the sword of the spirit, the word of God has to be the application of his word. Okay, I said, work, work. I'm gonna stop because we could go on. Amen? Amen. 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 Let me ask that again. Amen. 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 Oh, I'm ready to say amen or not. <laughs> right in the middle of the good talk. Yeah, I, yeah, but we we need we need to stop. So let's let's go Pastor, before. Can I say one word? Is it just can one I, word? Uh, word no, no. No, he doesn't do that. No integrity. <laughs> no, no. Okay, you've been vote. You've been voted out. You've been voted off the island. So let, let's go before uh, the Lord in prayer. Any prayer? Um, let's um, let's see. Oh, Mr. Christmas, good to see you this evening. God bless you. Um, I'm going to ask my wife to uh, Sister Debbie to close us in prayers. But uh, before we do, if there are any uh, prayer requests uh, that we want to raise up before the Lord. I, I would like to ask prayer for our government. Yes. 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 Anybody else? I will, I will be having an MRI done tomorrow and I pray for favorable, favorable results. Amen. Amen. Yes. Amen. 
Amen. In relationship to what Maria asked for, then the, the gentleman that um, the NAACP is camping out to for the governor to move on yes. his behalf, mm. that that will yeah. take place. Mm -hmm. Yes. Thank Amen. You. Amen. Yeah, this is Ivy. I just want to um, appreciate, uh, thank you all for your prayers uh, for our safe travels. Yes. Amen. Thank you. Welcome back. You're welcome. Good to pray for the medical workers and the nurses and the doctors. Yes. Amen. Yes. Pastor, continue to pray for me. I'm healing very well and coming along well. Praise so God. Amen. 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 Pray for all of our sick and shut in and the ones that right now are just not um, able to come back and be a part of our sanctuary, but we know they're still. Uh, our disciples. Amen. 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 Best prayer of our two will be safe in school. Yes. Amen. Yes. Yes. Okay, Sister Debbie, if you could uh, close us in prayer. Let's bow our heads. Father, we thank you for this time in your word and just the time in fellowship, oh God, the time of laughter and joy, and also for the time of deep, thoughtful, heartfelt, just hard conversations and hard words to take Amen. in and digest. We thank you for that, just for the privilege Amen. of being in your word together, oh God. We lift up our needs, our prayer requests yes. before you, Lord. We pray mm. for mm. our government and yes. those that are working and seeking for social justice. Mm. God, we pray yes. for those who are undergoing medical uh, procedures and those yes. who have undergone Amen. and come through. God, we pray for the medical workers yes. um, that you continue to strengthen them, mm. oh God, in their work. We pray for the schools and the students, the teachers, oh God. We we need to see, Amen. we need your hand just at work in every area of our lives. And we just lift ourselves up to you, Lord. Yes. Thank you, Lord, for safe travels. Thank you, Lord, that yes. you allow us to see your blessings in our Amen. lives. Yes, Amen. we have many needs, oh God. But yes, God, you bless us so much, so great, Amen. so deeply. And we don't take that lightly, oh God. We just thank you and praise you. Yes. Thank you for this time in your word, Lord. Help us to not end the conversation with you, oh God. Help us to hide your word in our hearts and continue to speak to our hearts and speak to our minds as you make us into the disciples, the people that you want us to be. Yes. And we yield ourselves yes. to you and we say, have your way yes, in God. our yes, lives. Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. For our pastor, for our teaching. Yes. And um, we leave this gathering, but God, we thank you knowing that you are with each of us in our homes. Yes, we pray the peace of God, even the peace that passes all understanding, oh God, yes. would rest, rule, and abide in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 God bless everyone. Have a good night. Good to see you. Good night. Good night. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Good night, Mr. Christmas. Yes. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good to see you. Good to see you all.
Yes, you too. You're doing well? Yes, I am. I hope you are. Yes, thank you. All right, you disappeared off the stream, but God bless you all. All right, bye bye. All right, good night. Okay, I'm signing out. All right. God bless everyone.